You're listening to episode number 48 of the Rain BS Podcast, How to Enjoy Adult Family Time. Welcome to the Rain BS Podcast, where you will learn how to recognize when the BS detector in your brain is sounding off, and how to use that knowledge to get what you want out of life. Now here's your host, certified life coach from the Life Coach School and podcast movie extraordinaire, Maureen Kaftis from MK Coach LLC. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. It's Monday evening here in Santa Barbara. It is late. It's already dark outside because it gets dark so freaking early now. That is definitely causing some brain BS for both me and my husband. It makes the days feel like they're so short. And then you're like, what are we supposed to do all evening? (laughs) So I decided I was going to record my podcast and he's fixing some things around the house because it's dark and we can't be outside. So that's like a little bit of an adjustment. And the days are getting shorter, as you know, until December 21st. So we're just going to have to deal with that. I know I continue to bring that up and I don't know why I do because there's nothing I can do about it. Um, I'm a little tired today after the the kids were up here for a week and we had a fun holiday week and family time and hanging out and now we are just laying low and relaxing a little bit and the girls um, went back home and then they will be coming back up again next weekend. So it's a nice mix of family time and time to rejuvenate and replenish and also work. I have a lot of work to do this week because I'll be meeting with my coach and doing a program with her that I spent a decent chunk of change on. So I am making sure that I am putting everything into it that I possibly can and not approaching it in any way half-assed so that I get the best results that I possibly can. Um, I don't really think I have too much other brain BS, which I guess is always a good thing, right? Um, So let's move on to the episode this week, which I am calling How to Enjoy Adult Family Time which is completely appropriate since we just finished up family time for Thanksgiving and we enjoyed it. So now I'm going to pass on the tips that I learned and shared with my family and they kind of came to their own conclusions with um, to make our holiday go a little bit smoother than it has in the past. This week we're going to explore three important points related to the concept of how to enjoy your adult family time. One of them is cultivating self-awareness. The other is creating healthy boundaries and reinforcing them despite discomfort. And then the third one is self-care strategies that can help us to show up as the best version of ourselves that we can be. So let's begin. I also just, um, I hired a a virtual assistant to help me with my work a couple weeks ago. So she's helping me to kind of change the format a little bit and to use things like with SEOs so I get more exposure. So you might notice in the blog, if you're reading it, that the format's changed a little bit. That's why. Her name's Kesley. She's awesome. If anyone's looking for a VA, you can let me know. So, okay, so let's start with self-awareness. I have a few points I want to make regarding it. First, I want to begin with discussing the importance of self-awareness and how it's critical to family relationships. When we were little, we did not have the knowledge accessible to us now. We were not aware of emotional adulthood and that we are responsible for our own emotional health. We were just kids and we thought everything was happening to us, not for us. 
We did not understand that our thoughts were optional and that we had choices about how we wanted to think about our parents or siblings. We really believed our thoughts were factual and that everybody else was a problem. I will share an example here that you've heard me mention in many posts and podcast episodes because it was a subconscious brain filter that contributed to my challenges growing up in a family of 10 children. I really believed that nobody cared what number nine had to say or how I felt. I viewed myself as a bit of a victim in my own family and felt sorry for myself that nobody cared about my opinion or what mattered to me. Naturally, when I thought like that, my brain looked for evidence to support that thought and could not see anything else. As a result, my mind just kept reinforcing the brain BS that caused me to have so much pain and overlooked all the times where my family did show me that they cared and that I was important to them. That lack of awareness will just keep perpetuating the lies our mind has offered us over the course of a lifetime and impact our family dynamics in a negative way. It creates unnecessary drama and suffering when we are living life from our subconscious programming and totally unaware that it is even there. On the flip side, if we were able to cultivate some self-awareness, it can change everything for us. Not only will it be valuable to all family members, but it is also critical for our own sake because it enables us to cultivate a loving relationship with ourselves. That, in turn, is super important because if we love who we are, we are less likely to be triggered by other family members and their perception of us. For example, once I finally discovered that nobody cared about number nine was total brain BS and a subconscious brain filter that I viewed my family life from, it opened up my eyes to the fact that it was me causing all of my problems, not my family. I thought I did not want to be around them because they were insensitive and hurt my feelings too easily, but the truth is I could not stand who I became when I looked at life through that filter. I could go all kinds of other places and feel great about myself, but as soon as I got back into a family situation, my mind resorted back to that filter that caused me to suffer for so long. I carried this filter that began with my family of origin into my new family as a wife and stepmom because I didn't even realize it was there. Become aware, becoming aware of this changed everything for me because I finally realized it was my thinking that was the problem. So instead of continuing to blame everybody else and trying to get them to behave a certain way, I realized that healing had to begin with me and my perception of myself in a family unit. This was huge for me. With this awareness came the knowledge that trying to control our other family members or wishing they were different would never be the answer. This is how I reclaimed my personal power. I no longer hated the way I was showing up in my family because I loved this new powerful version of myself. Consequently, I no longer projected those negative opinions I used to have of myself onto my other family members. Another point I want to make about self-awareness is that it is really beneficial to be aware of how our behavior impacts those around us if we want to enjoy harmonious family time. As adults, we get used to doing things a certain way when we live in our own homes. We develop habits and patterns that bring us comfort, not always in a good way, um, but we, we, we come up with these patterns on a daily basis. We become somewhat self-centered in the sense that we don't have to consider other people outside of our home in our usual routines. That's all good and fine in our own homes, but when we get together with family as an adults, we need to bring common courtesy and considerate behavior along with us. 
This means we might have to compromise at times and realize that what we do on a regular basis might not be appropriate in the family setting if we want everybody to enjoy the time together. I will present you with another way of saying that. Say you like listening to loud opera music before you go to bed every night. It probably is not going to go over well when you are with your family if they are already sleeping or they don't like that kind of music. <laughs> you get the point, right? Okay. So the last point I want to make regarding self-awareness is that when we get together as adults, we need to behave as adults and live from the present moment. Families tend to hold on to the past and the perceptions they have of one another from childhood without even realizing they are doing it. When we are all still holding a grudge from something a sibling or parent did decades before, it is contributing to our current behavior and it is contributing to our current behavior toward them we might want to take a look at that. We have to let the past stay in the past and approach family time with a future focus, whether it takes therapy or getting a coach. It is everyone's responsibility in the family to take care of their emotional needs related to wounds from early family time. It is everybody's responsibility to bring emotional maturity and self-awareness to the family as an adult. Did everyone hear that? Yes, we're not all supposed to just age, continue with the same behavior, and do the same things over and over again. We're actually supposed to take responsibility and grow. I know, crazy, right? Okay, so the second thing I want to talk about now is healthy boundaries. Let's get clear about why we are setting boundaries before we do anything else. Boundaries are not to control other people's behavior and stop them from doing anything. Boundaries are, if you do X, I will do Y. We need to establish these boundaries in order to take care of ourselves in our relationships. Some examples of healthy boundaries that we have established in our family is we look at the schedule in advance and identify the days where the girls can come and visit. Instead of leaving it wide open and not knowing how it will play out, we get very clear about windows of time where they can visit. This is super helpful because then we know what's going to be going on in our home and then we have time to replenish and rejuvenate and have time to ourselves. Knowing when that time will be allows us to show up as the best versions of ourselves that we can be and permits everybody to have a better time. Before we did boundaries, I personally would wonder when I would get to have that time to myself and become resentful because I didn't get it. Since learning human design and understanding my energy type better, Setting boundaries around socializing and time with other people is critical for my success and peace of mind. Yes, it's uncomfortable to do it sometimes, but it feels really good to take care of myself too, and that just has to come first for the benefit of all of us. Another boundary set with my stepdaughters is that both the girls drive separately because they live totally they live their lives from totally different perspectives. The one likes to leave first thing in the morning to prepare for her upcoming week when her visit comes to an end and the other one stretches it out as long as possible and wants to stay until after dinner. This gives both of them permission to be who they are and no need to control the other one when it comes to leaving. As for myself, I set boundaries to ensure that I get some alone time when we are all together as a family. This might sound easy and simple for some of you, but it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Instead of going with the flow and going wherever they want for a morning walk with the family, I stay behind now and meditate, and then I do a walk on my own. This gives me time to get my thoughts in order and tap into my higher self who knows how to support herself emotionally. When I used to go with the flow, quote unquote, it was completely superficial 
and I was totally resistant beneath the surface and the resentment was building. Another thing we do now is Bob and I will make plans to do something on our own. We played pickleball a couple of times while the girls were visiting, visiting and they could easily fend for themselves during that time. So everybody kind of, you know, it used to be like I felt like we all had to do everything together and it's kind of naturally progressed in all of us sort of doing our own thing, but also spending time together, which I highly recommend. So you get the idea, in order to take care of ourselves at an emotional, mental health level, we have to set clear boundaries and be willing to reinforce them consistently. We cannot say, if you do X, we will do Y and then not do it. This sends a message to our family members in the universe that we do not really have our own backs and our boundaries are not really important. Another thing to know when it comes to reinforcing boundaries is that we have to do it in a kind and loving way. Anger and judgment have to be discarded so that we can stay in our center of self-awareness and approach boundaries, boundaries from our higher self. This means we have to also be honest and authentic, which can be super uncomfortable when we first start doing this. If we have been spending decades going with the flow, so to speak, the family is going to be a little put off when we stop doing that. It's totally okay, though. We just need to give them an adjustment period to get used to this new version of us. It is not okay, however, to not reinforce our boundaries because it is displeasing to our family members. We must be willing to make ourselves and our needs a priority at times in order to reinforce healthy boundaries. Now let's talk about self-care. Okay, so this last point about self-care is really important and often the first thing that goes out the window when we get around family. When we are in the preparation phase of the get-together, it's easy to determine that we are going to eat healthy, minimize alcohol, and exercise regularly during our vacation. Then we get together, fall back into old habits and brain patterns, and frequently do not follow through with our good intentions. And I could point out to you, too, there's many families that don't have good intentions about being healthy, and they just want to all get together and have a big party and have a good time. And that's okay too. It's like whatever whatever you do in your family. But if you don't take care of yourself, there's going to be a consequence for it. So let's say it could be a sibling saying something that triggers our anxiety. Or it could be a son or daughter throwing out a criticism that spurs our fears and insecurities as parents. And we reach for that dessert or that glass of wine that we didn't plan to have. Whatever goes on, it is important to remember that we cannot operate from our higher selves if we are not taking proper care of ourselves. For me in particular, that means I designate periods of our time together as vacation mode and then I get back to my healthy routine so that I can show up to my family in an authentic and positive way. If I decide to let loose and overindulge for a couple of days with dessert and an extra glass of wine, I make sure I exercise a little harder and skip the alcohol and dessert for a few days as well. Instead of trying to be all or nothing with my actions, this could also be perceived as all good or all bad, I try to aim for moderation and give and take and a little neutrality, meaning I accept my limitations and refrain from judging myself when I show up in a less than perfect way. So like when, when I was younger and we went home, it was like a big, huge party because there were so many of us and we really did have a really good time together. It was, it was, I mean, it was one laugh after another. You had building people to go out with and socialize with, watch football games with. We actually, we had a blast, but we did get a little bit excessive with it at times and that would end up eventually by the end of the weekend 
could turn into, you know, a little disagreement, a little bit of tension. Um, I mean, come on, sometimes like full on fights when we were younger. (laughs) Um, I'm happy to report that we haven't done that in a very long time. Uh, But I am thinking about it as I'm doing this podcast and I'm thinking about the all or nothing that we sort of did um, back then. But okay. In conclusion, we must practice self-awareness, setting and reinforcing healthy boundaries and taking care of our physical well-being when we get together with family as adults. It is the responsibility of each family member to cultivate their self-awareness and understand their own brain filters and how it impacts their relationship with the rest of the family. It's essential for each family member to be willing to experience the discomfort that comes with establishing what behaviors are acceptable, acceptable to them and which are not, so that the rest of the family is aware of the consequences if they perform unacceptable actions. If nobody in the family knows what your boundary is, in other words, then it's not a boundary. (laughs) It's only a boundary if they actually know what the consequence is if they cross that boundary. If it's just in your head and in your mind and you haven't shared it with anyone, that's not helpful. That's not going to get you what you want. You have to actually have... You have to be willing to be vulnerable and to be authentic and be honest and say what you need. And then you have to stick up for yourself when you don't get it and you have to follow through no matter how uncomfortable it is. In order to truly access our higher selves and stay in our center of self-awareness and enjoy our adult family time, we must also take care of ourselves at the physical level. We also must forgive ourselves when we come up short. When I say that, it's those times where say you do have a little bit too much wine or you ate too much and then you're really worried that you're going to gain all your weight back that you lost in previous years and you start to really go down the rabbit hole and get into a really bad way and then you get away from your family and it continues to go with you and you continue to decline, you know, um, and dwell in negative emotions. That's what we want to avoid. We want to have some self-forgiveness and self-compassion when we're less than perfect. Family time is stressful enough when we show up as our higher, you know, the highest version of ourselves that we can be. So we really do have to take care of ourselves and we have to take responsibility for our own emotions, which is why it's so important to go get a coach, go get a therapist. Reading the books isn't enough. You need to actually change your behavior. And if you could have done that by yourself, you would have done it a long time ago. So sign up for a free consult at www.thebrainbs.com and let's figure out how for how you can take responsibility so that you can enjoy your time with your family this holiday season in a way that you never have before and then you can inspire the rest of them to take responsibility for their own emotional health too. I hope you learned something valuable here today. See you next episode. If you like what you heard here today, I would like to ask you to subscribe to the Brain BS Podcast. Give me a review of five and share it with everybody you know. You can also go to my website, www.thebrainbs.com and check out what I'm all about and how I can possibly help you. If you're ready, you can sign up for a free 60-minute consult or join my private Facebook group called The Brain BS Group where we dig into all this stuff a little bit deeper. Lastly, always remember, the only thing standing between you and the life you want is your Brain BS.